0: You'll do whatever you need to do for your kids in order to make them feel happy. Even if you fail at it, you're still gonna keep trying.
1: Parenting, one-on-one, right. all <laughs> Stop thinking it's a rule Through book. Through
2: animation, Home road.
0: <laughs> and it's all different.
2: Yeah, 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 oh, yeah.
0: Bro. Each kid is different, same food, same house. You get a whole another personality. <laughs> Thanks
2: for the setup, Matt. I got you. <laughs> See, I didn't even have to say it. It's the guest. <laughs> You don't even be here normally, so it's like, I, you it's know. It's okay, Poppy. No, don't. don't <laughs> touch
1: me. Welcome to season two of Iman Amongst Men, the show that takes an honest look at what it is to be a man in today's world.
2: We don't shy away from topics most people are too afraid to talk about. We're going to take it all the way there.
1: It's season two, y'all. Let's get it. Welcome to Absolutely. Iman Amongst Men, brought to you by Uninterrupted. I'm Iman Shumper here with my big brother Ari. Ari, go on give it. what's up to the
2: people. What's up people, and today we are joined by another special guest. <laughs> we got a former NFL player, wide receiver, and mm-hmm. Academy Award winner. Mm-hmm. Give it up for Matthew Cherry. Give it up. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like it. The applause,
1: I'm yeah, like, yeah. Got the
0: sound effects Live show.
1: On? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. We go live here. I love it.
0: Now, What's up, yo? <laughs>
1: Ain't nothing, man. You good? I'm great, man. I'm good. glad to be here, man. Early, mm-hmm. punctual. Got to be. Love it.
2: Right? Yeah. That's
1: yeah, us being getting on, out set. on time.
0: Yeah, we're getting out on time. <laughs> That's like being on set. You know how it is.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, the theme of today's show is going to be called uh, "You See It, You Could Be It." Uh, when you hear that phrase, what comes to your mind?
0: Man, just uh, everything, man. Like you know, I feel like to achieve anything in life, you gotta see it first. You know, yeah. it's like being a kid and, you know, dreaming about one day being in the NFL or being in the league, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, you see it and then you try to work towards it and make it real. Straight up.
1: You said like you uh, you tap in most to your, your inner child?
0: Yeah, a little bit. You know, you know, I'm, I'm from Chicago as well. Yeah. And um, I don't know, man, you know how it was back in the day. Like, growing up, there wasn't like a big film and like TV scene in Chicago back in the day. and. Um, like especially in the 80s and, uh so I, I didn't know what it was gonna be. I thought maybe it might be music, maybe like be at a label or something and um it wasn't really until I got on set for the first few times and like, you know, I worked on Girlfriends as a production assistant right. and seeing like Debbie Allen directing and Marlbrach Akeel and you know, Salim McKill, her husband and just Millicent Shelton, all these great directors. It wasn't really until I saw people that looked like me doing it that I was like, "Man, that might be tight." I want to try to see if I can learn how to do that too. Right. So I think it's just all within that theme. Just you know, you see somebody that's doing what you want to do, and you know, you work towards it. So you ever did you you took classes and so not not like I didn't go to film school. So like I went to University of Akron on a football scholarship. Um, you know they didn't have any like big film program, but they did have media production and radio. So. I uh, worked in radio a lot. A lot of it is similar, you know, like just the whole live show, being on set, kind of making yeah. sure people get the, do the, the multiple takes, getting the drop right and all that oh, right. is very similar. And very team oriented, you know, just like how y'all got y'all show and exactly. takes however many people to do it. So that was like kind of the the seeding ground. And um, I knew like I want to do some in entertainment, didn't know exactly what. Ohio didn't have a lot of film going on either. <laughs> but uh, when I got to the league, bouncing around and stuff, I uh, got a chance to go to LA one time. And just like seeing everything being about film and TV, I was like, man, this might be the next next move to make. Dope. And made a couple connections, got out here.
1: That's dope, it's, it's so crazy. There's so many people that, uh, they don't really know how to go for it, so yeah. to speak. Um, or they they end up in that, that time period in between playing and yeah. finding their identity of what <laughs> they wanna do. They uh, it, it's cool to hear you say that because I know a lot of people would feel like, I know I would at least assume, like, man, to even get a shot at directing yeah. something or being that, you know, hands on with any project yeah. worth a damn, I would have to go to school and I would have to do this. Cause, and I, I would naturally think that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to hear you say it like, oh, I didn't go to film school. I-
0: well, you know what it is? Like, film school is cool. Honestly, I wish I had a chance to do it, honestly. Um, but. The thing about film school is like you're getting all the knowledge, like you're learning film theory or, you know, breaking down the, all the classic movies. You know, you're, you're really getting the, the education behind it straight up. But at the end of the day, somebody with a film school and somebody who didn't and they both trying to get on set. You got to get on set. You know what I mean? And like that was really more my education, just basically learning it kind of in front of me on the fly, you know being like, going from being on the Ravens and like, 06 and then like, I'm being a PA on Girlfriends, like getting coffee and picking up director chairs and moving around and doing whatever yeah. needed to be done. So, um, you know, I also think it's like that athlete mentality, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you achieve a goal that all your life you're told like, man, only X amount of people make it to the high school, only yeah. X amount of people playing college, only X amount of people make it to the league, you kind of go have this mentality like, man, I could do anything. Like, if I really go hard at it, sure you know? know. and that was always my thing and I actually really appreciated starting on the bottom like as a production assistant and when I was in the league, I was like I was some star or something, so I had a lot of time to really think about what I was gonna do next, cause I was always getting cut mm-hmm. and moving from city to city. So, um, it, it was, that helped a lot, just not really getting all the playing time and things. So, and you know how it is, like a lot of guys, they don't think about their future. Sure. They just up. like shit, I'm gonna try to play for 20 years and you know, get that big bankroll and I'm gonna chill. Real you top. know? But, you know, as you know, it's not like that for a lot of guys. Most guys, you know, get that two, three-year career, and then you got to figure it out. Real talk. Real talk.
1: And and after you done playing, I'm telling you, they don't don't hit you up and be like, (laughs) it ain't no, like, help you along the way. It ain't none of that. They probably hit you up and be like, hey, you know, you – uh, the, the insurance stuff is gonna change a little bit. Now. Right, right, you
0: right, know? a lot alway, of it. They're always yeah, trying
1: yeah. to like not pay you for what you worked for, Yeah, it's like I, you, you know, if you didn't get that surgery already, ah, Yeah, ah, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's real. You'll call this number here. Oh, for real? they
0: give you to run around? Oh yeah. No, they, yeah. they'll tell you who to call, they're just just don't call them. Nah, like, it's crazy, like <laughs> in the league, like in a league, it's like, I know, I know dudes that got hurt in like oh six oh five, mm-hmm. and like still to this day have been going back to the doctor, getting a second opinion, going back to the doctor, like they just keep delaying it until you know Cass ain't here no more. Oh, that's that's wild. <sighs>
1: oh, that sport over there, the way that that, that set up, that football. Were
0: you ride. happy to get out of there? You know, like, I wish that I would have been able to have, like, that cool career. Like, I never thought I was going to be being undrafted, coming from a small school. I never really thought I was going to have, like, the 20-year career or whatever. So, it was cool, man. Met a lot of good cats. Like, you know, played with Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith, um, you know, Chad Johnson. Like, you know, met a lot of cool dudes, but just wasn't my path, you know. And I always joke with people, like, I get... More love for being a former player than I ever did when I was actually playing. You know, end up on ESPN on some like film stuff, not on an athlete tip. So you know, it's cool. Everybody got their own journey. When you when you were done uh,
1: playing, when did you know like, all right, I want to be a filmmaker.
0: I I really didn't know until I got to LA. Like, I knew I wanted to work in film, and like there were a couple like chance situations where I met some folks that had. uh, hit me to a couple programs that were like in LA. Like for example, there was this uh, young lady, her name was Teresa Lee Montgomery. She was working as a production assistant and she was like, yo, there's this program called Streetlights you should look into. And it's just all about sharing information, right? Like half the time, that's the biggest thing that's holding us back, we just don't know. And she hit me to this game, and um, I applied and got in, and that was really the thing that moved me to L.A. to become a production assistant. So it was like this really cool nonprofit program that teaches you all the game about, like, this is how you be on the walkie. This is when you're on set. This is how you move. Like, don't be trying to be like a fan. You know, make sure you're cool, even if you're bringing, you know, Beyonce or somebody out there trailer. You got to act like you've been there before. So it was all those kind of little nuggets, and um, yeah, it was great.
1: So you're, you're just not going to tell me the special sauce on how you become a <laughs> film director.
0: No nah, man, I mean it's different for everybody, you know. Like some people do the film school thing, but and you they told me
1: you ain't have to go to school. I don't want to go to school. I want to <laughs> just you know how I fit in.
0: You know what it is though. Like at the end of the day, no matter if you went to school or not, like you just got to make something. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I feel like everybody got an idea that's film worthy. At least a couple. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think for me being in LA. Growing up, I always thought movies had to be these multi-million dollar, hundred million joints that like, you know, blown explosions, action sequences, like I thought that's what a movie was, but it wasn't until I got to LA, like, uh, ended up meeting Ava DuVernay, she did a movie, her first film, I Will Follow, that joint cost 50,000, all shot in one location, like, Mm -hmm. I didn't even know this was really how you could make a movie, and so just like learning that info and then going back, like, watch She's Gotta Have It, similar thing, like kind of low budget. So. You know, you try to work your way up gradually, and that's really what I did. Was like start on like super low budget music videos and get my footing on that. Like next one, we gonna get a dolly. Then we gonna get a crane. You know, really you tough. just kind of gradually learning and getting comfortable. And you know, sometimes you get a win, sometimes you fail. But I think really ain't nothing to it but to do it. You so know, kind of
1: like you feel like the day you became filmmaker is when you start making your first.
0: Movie. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I was piano on Heroes. That was the second show I was on, and like I was like. I went to all the crew members because it was a very wasteful show, like equipment laying around on the Sunset Gower oh, lot. And I was just like, yo, man, like y'all shoot Monday through Friday. Y'all got all these lights hanging around. Y'all ain't thinking about them. Like, would y'all mind if I borrow something on the weekend? Let me get that. And that's how I was like putting little shoes together and kind of grew from there.
1: Fire.
0: Yeah, man. Gotta, gotta work with what you got. <laughs> that was bro, man. That was like uh uh Hebrew. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's my guy too. Yep. Yeah. Bro,
1: Bruce, uh, he was. um. Going to the school, but he wasn't going. He wasn't enrolled. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, 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 He snuck in some the instructors' class, in and then
1: oh. they said when they was throwing out the stuff at the end of the year, he like, nah, let me get all yeah. that. He tells the janitors everybody, like, let me get that. That's I see that
0: people that really want it, like, they gonna find yeah, a way. Yeah, that's what's like, crazy. They going find a way.
1: But it's, it's you wouldn't you wouldn't even think to ask sometimes. Like sometimes like that's. Luckily for you, you thought it through. Like, man,
2: no, they ain't using these. Let me just use yeah. these. Like,
1: it's so many people. No, that's
2: there. the fuck it factor, though. Like, cause most people wouldn't even, cause that's like, you that's know, that's trouble. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, like they could have been like, "Yo, what?" The like he fuck? trying to do like, some shit after that. Yeah, 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 he what trying are he to he do on? some shit, patch. <laughs> 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 uh, he on some shit. But yeah, no, I get why people would be like, you know, timid to do something like hey, that. Man. But but you it's gotta also go like go
1: like, for it, though. I love that. Yeah. Pushing that message, so you got to go for it. ain't But it. he had a different mentality. Like he, but
2: no, he's used to. That's the thing, though. Like y'all used to that. Like imagine somebody who's not used to that. You yeah. think that's the athlete in him? That's definitely the athlete in him.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I mean, and yeah. also it's like, you know, I always tell people like, it's cool to have a dream and a goal to be something bigger, right? Like starting off, like, I didn't know if I was gonna be a director or what, but you gotta still do a good job in the job you're doing. So if you are an assistant, you gotta kill that shit. And like, Straight once up. you kill it, people gonna take notice and be like, oh man, they got some, like a great uh, possibility for their future, so I'm gonna like invest in them mm-hmm. and try to give them some looks. It's always the people that be trying to do the next job and ignore the job they currently at that sometimes it's a little tricky for them to kind of make that move but if you just focus on what you're doing and like kind of plan on the side but just focus on what you're doing you're gonna be good people gonna take notice and hopefully try to help you out
1: straight up
2: yo that's like the what we was talking about with uh Vernon and he was talking about how, uh, like business plans and shit outside of sports like if it would if he was uh, fucking up on the field or if whatever was falling off, they'd like go to that and blame that. And it's like yeah, what sure. he said, that's kind of the solution to that. It's like as long as you doing good at the job you at, like nobody's really gonna question you. Yeah. Like you're gonna get the shot.
0: Yeah man, do your
1: job. Keep right, your, your head job. down.
2: Yeah, That's the Chicago shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Say word. That, that plays a big part too, man. Just that Midwest mentality of like, you know, I ain't know nobody that ever made it in Hollywood, but you know, you know if you do work hard enough,
1: you got a shot. We don't know nobody but uh, SteeLo Brim. Yeah, my that's
0: brother.
1: my guy Stilo. too. <laughs> shout out, right, our shout boy. out Stilo, to boy, SteeLo man. No. You no, made it, Stilo boy. SteeLo Green, <laughs> uh, Oh, SteeLo Green, Steel Green. <laughs> I forgot, yeah, you SteeLo Green. <laughs> SteeLo Green, man, shout out my boy, man. My boy, Blue, you my boy. <laughs> oh, bro, you made it to Hollywood, boy. You did that, boy, yeah. yes. ridiculousness. <laughs> yeah, that's a good guy man. Right
2: Since there, we bro. speaking of it, though, like how does, how is being from Chicago like really shaped your work?
0: Man, you know, I think it's just that relatability. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, I think Chicago just really breeds real people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you got to kind of navigate a lot of different things. Like, you know, the gang culture was a little crazy in the 90s, you know, but if you was an athlete, you got to pass. So it, it was great relationships. I think relatability, I think like family members that just are, mm. are going to make sure that they keep you grounded and, you know, keep you focused. And, you know, when your mom and your dad or whoever is like working their ass off to make sure that you good, you know, you gotta go into the world with that same mentality that you're gonna try to pay that forward, so. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yeah, you, you can relate to that. Always. So
1: <laughs> a, um With Chicago, like for me, it just made leaving Chicago easy, like when when I would go to other states, I felt like it was way calmer. Like, Yeah. I yep. didn't, like. I'm like, wait, I gotta be way more on point at home. Like, mm-hmm. and I would go other places and be like, y'all like moving slow, or I'd be like, you oh, know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you start feeling like, like you from the only place that like or New York, where it's just like y'all just moving too fast, right? right.
2: And y'all yeah, just like, y'all,
1: y'all just y'all gotta stop, right? Yeah, no, in New York, you gotta be ready for that. Yeah, but it's like you see so many different things, like you say, you see so many different temperaments in Chicago. Yeah. You gotta be ready for so much stuff. Um. And again, you got to find solutions to everything. In Chicago. Yeah. It's always fucking find a solution game um, sure. in Chicago. But it, it, I think it shaped you you better as a person. Mm-hmm. Just it, I feel ready going yeah. into the world, leaving Chicago.
0: Yeah, ain't too many scenarios you ain't already dealt with.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, it'd be all right. Yeah. They did 18 <laughs> over there,
0: you'd be all right.
2: <laughs> and, and that people aspect. Like, yeah. there's a. You know, it's similar to New York, not as concentrated, but Chicago does have a huge like mix of different people, different cultures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where you can, you know, it's easier to relate for me, especially like us being ethnic. <laughs> it's like it's easier to relate when you go somewhere and there's a bunch of different cultures versus oh, yeah. going somewhere and there's nothing for you. Oh yeah. Like, like that's how I felt in Cleveland. Sorry, Cleveland. Well, but like yeah. I felt like there was nothing for me, like culturally. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you like, would have had to go too deep. You got to go deep on. Well, that. yeah, yeah. Uh, not to say that they theory. don't have any culture, but it's just like, like it's not like Chicago where there's like there's a pocket yeah. dedicated strictly to this. Oh yeah, yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Or I can go somewhere and just see this. Yeah, you know we can't. Hey, Cleveland is cool, man. We can't ask everybody to be
1: Chicago. Like, you know, Yeah, no, man. I'm neutral. Like, we're not, uh, that's neutral. A, we're yeah, not asking that. We're not doing that to y'all. We're not doing <laughs> that to y'all. Like, I would never do that. I would never do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> what lessons uh, from football do you think you brought? to uh, acting, film, not acting, uh, TV and film? Um,
0: you know, I think it's all team oriented. You know what I mean? Like knowing that uh, you could be the best player out there or mm-hmm. the worst player, but you know, you gotta make sure everybody's on the same page to get to the end goal. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember, you know, you show up on set, there's a call sheet, 150 people on there, you know what I mean? Like, in, What's that in like?
1: So you gotta do the call sheet if it's your shit?
0: Well, like they got like assistant directors and things that do that, but like when you- <laughs> He's like, yeah, somebody else did No, no, shit. but like when you're a PA, like you gotta learn how to kind of put it all together. What's the most you ever did on a call sheet? How many people? Shoot, man, on Heroes, man, I had like 250 on a crew. Cause you know, big v- VFX and all that, so-, so you're in charge of it? Every not, night. Not fully in charge of it, but like certain elements, like we were more like for the cast. So we had like 22 main cast members. So, you know, you just making sure everybody be where every they need night. to be at. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: crazy. Every night you got to put them together for 12 hours. <laughs> That's ridiculous, and it's gritty. It, it look intimidating when you see it on the paper. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But, but they what
2: they lay it out like this just, person just, just she, need
1: to, and they gon' you gonna get like five of them throughout the day. Yeah. They gonna make sure that they oh. assistance is just handing them out. <laughs> they make sure there's one in your trailer. They they be on your oh, yeah. ass. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. You gotta they be keep there on giving time. you sides. Yeah, they be punctual. It's dope though. It keep you on point, but it's just like. It's a lot. Right? Yeah. Like when you see cause that's why I asked him because I'm yeah. like, when you see the call sheet, I haven't seen the call sheet with just the top actors, uh, the makeup people, mm-hmm. hair people. Like it'll tell us you mm-hmm. know, when everybody's there. So it's hard enough to try and find somebody in that and make sure that they are where they're at or they gonna be over here with you know one of the co-stars or whatever, yeah. are they on base camp or are they at the other uh, location. Oh
2: damn, so y'all do that to know where people are actually at. That's why I said, how many people did you do
1: that? <laughs> you <talking> about 250, <laughs> god
2: Damn, yeah, boy,
1: yeah, man. Yeah, coordinating two hundred and fifty people day to day is insane. Yeah. I know you hey, lost it a bunch again, of again. Bravo oh, to goodness. whoever doing that job. Bravo. God damn.
0: God sure, damn. We need sure. people like you. Yeah, man. But you know, <laughs> it's all very team oriented, man. It's like it's like you know when you in the league, like. People that getting you the water, you know, you gotta sh- make sure you show them love. People that hitting you with the massage and yep. the trainers, like yep. it- it's more than just the people on the field that make like a really good organization move forward. And it's really the same thing um being in film, like starting off as a production sis- assistant for me was great because like I see all that it takes to make a production. I seen it from the ground up mm-hmm. where like, sometimes you have directors that come in to upset and they never done them jobs before. So they think it's just like, they start barking at people and they think things are supposed to happen a way that they not normally would would work because they haven't done it before. So I think the team element for me is just really the biggest thing that connects it all and just have an appreciation for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. when we wrap a set, I'm showing love to everybody, the grip, the, the, you know, the, the, the boom operator, like, you gotta treat everybody like family because just because you're directing don't mean that your job is just as important as anybody else. Because you wouldn't have a, a smooth production if everybody went on their p's and q's. What we do without y'all, man?
2: <laughs> straight up, right? What we do without y'all, man? <laughs> they trying to keep a straight face, saying? You know that's okay. Like, y'all can smile.
1: Production, man. You know like, know what yeah, I'm yeah. Yo, man. It's cool, man.
2: Y'all can smile, man. Y'all cheesing
1: <laughs> back know, there. Not I too much y'all. clapping. Not
2: too much. No, <laughs> nah, that was the gratitude. They was just the like, yeah. the cameras rolling. It was like, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Much um, respect.
1: What it what what inspired you to make your uh your short film Hair Love? Um, by the know, way, y'all gotta go see this. Uh, shit. I appreciate shit it. Is, no, for real, that shit is like. Yeah, he just I'm really about it. to. Yeah, I need to show my daughters that because my daughters that that's their favorite thing to do. Make me like do no, own? don't. That, my dad could do it, and they'd be like, dad, dad can't do. Every, you know what I mean, <laughs> right. right? I could do a little something, right, something, right. but I was like, like dude did a good job in that. He yeah. had to fight the big hell, you know, he <laughs> had to fight her first, he had to, you know, he got, that was crazy, he got in the ring, right. put him up, like put him up, put him <laughs> stop playing with me. Uh, but uh, he, he actually got her together. I'm like, bro, that was like a dream come true the way he got her together. Yeah. Like, when they come together like that, it's like, bro, real life mission accomplished.
2: You see what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Like, no, that feeling's real. Oh man, when, I've been you, get there.
1: That, when you get that final, <laughs> you dig on that dog, no, you don't understand the way you broke that down for uh, us, appreciate man. It, man, real
2: talk. I, I wish he'd have I focused on the, the daddy's relief though. Oh, after right. doing it. yeah. Oh, That's yeah. One of them, bro. Oh, bro. <laughs> like, now we can go to school. Oh, That's man. how I be feeling, like, now we can go now. Man,
1: uh, it take it take a lot of, uh, you just gotta learn how to work them products, boy. Yeah. You learn how to work them products, man. <laughs> you gonna be A-okay, man. All my new That's fathers, you, you got a little girl coming. I know, it's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. Get you some of them products, man. You get that detangler cream, <laughs> that spray, you get you a spray bottle, leave just water in it. Just yep. water, make sure you keep that around, man. You gonna, you're gonna be are gonna hype, make bro. an Amazon list. Get a I wig brush, get you a wig brush.
2: <laughs> a wig brush?
1: Yeah, you gonna need that. They hair get long, it's thick, it's wavy, you know what I'm saying? Then you throw the product on there, it's hard to get through it without like, pulling too hard with the comb. Yeah. So You gotta do the wig brush. Yeah, you know man. what I'm talking about? The wig
2: brush, No, nah, you use the comb. There's this this some bro.
0: techniques, there's some bro, techniques.
1: His daughter, his daughter got a little, you know, a little advantage on her hair gray, so he ain't got to use the wig brush.
2: So you've never done it before. There's no, there's no advantage. Water. <laughs> that's only that's the only difference. Water.
1: See how Dominican people act. You see how it go. <laughs> this is how Dominicans act. Some
2: so a real Dominican is gonna come and approach you and legit. I love put the you Dominicans, in your place. bro. My brother is Dominican, but I'm not. Huh? That's the thing. I'm not. You just look at them. no, you, I you don't. Do, you definitely look at, them. and it don't, and it don't, it don't have no weight because it's not like you're Dominican and you're telling me. I look, look at look his like ponytail. Him. Like it's not helping
1: that he has the ponytail. It's
2: like it's not helping. I've been telling him this
1: since. we Like my mother is like, that's funny. She but, laughs. It's funny to her because she it's knows not what funny. I mean. People speak Spanish to you. though. It's not funny. Alright, cool. It's, no, no one I, I want to make you mad about it. Because it's
2: not funny. You're not making me mad. It's cool. I but know yeah. what I am.
1: I know what I am. What made you make that? <laughs> I got you. I got my you bad. bad. Sorry. You got, yeah, oh, no, 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 hair, you're good, man. I, Dominican
0: I love, ponytails. I love the dynamic. Um, <laughs> so, so it, it, we did a Kickstarter for it in 2017. Okay. And in the time when we what's were- a, What's a Kickstarter for, my bad? So, a Kickstarter is like, you're trying to raise money online, basically. Okay, like okay. Um, It's basically crowdfunding. Like You're trying to raise some money. And um, i had done a couple of those on a smaller scale for a couple of my independent films that I did before. And um, the time was just, 2017, there wasn't a lot of black representation in animation. Um, at the time, there was only like four movies that had ever come out that had black characters in the lead. It was like Bebe's Kids, Princess and the Frog, uh, Home from DreamWorks, and then um, Prince of Egypt. So. Just, yeah, it, it wasn't a lot of representation on that side of things. Like and um, for me, I thought it was, you know, film and TV and just magazines and just this whole entertainment thing. A lot of times when you're a kid, you know, you know how it is. You have a little girl or your little boy. First thing you do, you throw on a movie. Sure. And, you know, I want to keep you entertained. Check out this movie that I grew up on or check out this movie, this new movie that came out. And if you're seeing everybody in these films and animated movies are are, are the heroes, but don't look like you. You know what I'm saying? The the princess got the blonde hair. She got the dress on, but she don't look nothing like what your hair look like or don't have the same skin tone you look like. So I, I really saw that as an issue at that time, and I really wanted to create a character in Zuri that represented, like, a hero-type character for these little girls out there that have, like, you know, the the, the 4C hair, you know, the hair that everybody kind of want to touch when they go to school and all this other stuff. And um, so that was one part of it, just more representation and animation, but then also on the father's side of the tip, man, like in film and TV, you know, black dads got it bad, you know, especially back in the day, like depicted as dead beast, not present, not willing to do a lot of the little things or whatever. So I, I wanted to create a character in the dad, Steven, who just represented kind of all what all my friends are like, you know what I'm saying? Like if they daughter, their mom got to go to work early or she out of town for some and you know she got a recital or got to get to school you don't have to get that hair together you know what I mean and it's more about it's like kind of demystifying that process so people aren't like oh well, you a dad that do the hair let me give you a pat on the right. back it's just like it's what we right, do in this dynamic to make things move forward and um just kind of normalizing that so it really was all about that and um for me I thought I saw a little window of opportunity kind of around the time we were trying to raise funds for it and Just all these crazy things just started happening, man. Like, you know, that whole thing we were talking about earlier, you know, you get an idea, you put it out to the world, sometimes universe universe just be making things happen. And so like, we did this Kickstarter, I had never done animation before, all my work prior was music videos, like independent films, live action. So I went and got this cool team together, like Peter Ramsey, who did the first Into the Spider-Verse, reached out to him, like, you mind hopping on as an EP? Um, Hit up uh, this other animator, Frank Abney,
2: you're killing me. What do you mean? One second. Sorry. What happened?
0: Just... <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm okay. finna learn you. Okay. He's got a thing. Don't know why against Spider-Man and the whole Spider-Verse. Got you. Okay. Don't know why. <laughs> he Every... worked no
0: more than that, but I.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It's not even him. It's, it's the. He's
2: mad that it keep coming up in his life. Oh, oh I got you. I'm sorry. Just, but man, he don't, he keep trying to reject it. Somebody but...
1: just just uh made me. Uh, this this Trey art piece thing, uh-huh. and they put spiders on it. Like, Oh wow. Spider, like the spider thing is going crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's why I was like, you are kidding me. <laughs> I was so yeah, like, It's hitting them at all points. I got you, I got just, you. My bad. Yeah, I got, we'll, go, well the yeah, movie also, working also working just up. came <laughs> out. Um,
0: there you go. But no, no, I mean, it, you know, it. a lot of it, when I think back on it, it was just very strategic. Like, you know, I don't know animation, so I'm gonna get a couple guys that I know that like really are doing it big, so. Peter, this other animator Frank Abney, they came on as EPs. It kind of validated, because you know I know people on the outside looking in like you yeah. trying to do animation, you ain't never did it before. So we did that. We do you are you familiar with uh, Vashti Harrison? She like does all these amazing children's picture books. Like uh, she just came out with one called Big. She did uh, Little Leaders uh, with Black seeing. Women in History. She did soul Way. She got literally like 15 different books out that are just all on the I New York Times bestsellers. It. My daughters got me reading. I'm sure stuff. she got some yeah. in the in, in uh, the thing. But we got up with her like six months before her first book came out. So all these things I didn't really know was happening in the universe in the backstory. And we tried to raise 75,000, and we raised that in like the first five days, which never happens. And then like by 30 days, which was the limit, we ended up raising like almost 300,000. And Damn. it was just, yeah, it was just crazy. And- um say it's called like a Kickstarter, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you funny. <laughs> No, he's for real. You gotta deliver though. You gotta deliver. Know. Yeah, that's the, that's died, the big I thing. With
2: It's basically that. like a GoFundMe for yeah, like media. Honestly, no, 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 not big business, yeah, it's but It's like media. if I tell
0: you I got a business. Um, no, 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 I no, this is
2: for the little guy. No, 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 well, yeah, you can do a Kickstarter for the business.
0: I, I'll, I'll give you an even better example. But they're
2: not looking for big money. They're looking for, you yeah. know, just to get it started. So they don't want a $50,000 investment. It be You can get $5 to a uh, Kickstarter. You can't do that to a normal, a normal big business.
0: It could be as big or small as you want. Like Oculus, like the new VR headset, like they were on Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Like they raised almost like, I don't know what they raised, it was like damn 15, 20 mil on there. But it's an event. It's, it's just a crowd main, crowdfunding thing. Yeah. Somewhere you're able to kind of bring it's in online. people that you, you can know. You right oh, it's now, online. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it's like that's an app said, too. It's like
2: GoFundMe. Like you can go down there and just yep. look down. It's a bunch of businesses that I, post a- a- there on
0: And if somebody like gives you money, what they get a percentage of the company. No, no, no. That's, that, that's you the, work that out with them. No, 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 that's the right? great thing about it. It's not a percentage. It's like, it's almost selling something in advance. So like, I don't know if y'all <laughs> rock with like Tesla, or Rivian or any of these new car companies. That's kind of what they do. They do a pre-sale and they like, all right,
2: Give like us the brand in advance.
0: And five, six years, whatever we get it together, then you won't get the car. That's essentially what it is. It's like for it's, it's they're you're pre-selling it for an exchange. So like we had different tiers, like I, right, five dollars, you give us five dollars, you get a keychain, you give us ten, you get a t-shirt, forty, you get the children's book. So we were doing all these different things, and um, we ended up getting a book deal off the Kickstarter because we offered a book that we didn't even have made together yet, but a book company reached out and then S-play. we ended up getting a, a picture book out of it too. That's player. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, That's player. No, it's cool, man. Like, I, I think a lot of people are scared to for to have that connotation that they're like, quote unquote begging or like begging mm-hmm. for money online or whatever, but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. And like, it's not like you're begging, like you giving me some bread now, but and whenever this shit come out, you gonna get, Such and such in return for it, like, and that's how we did.
1: So you look at it like this shit gonna be worth it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes things fail. You know, like it's just like anything in life. You know, sometimes like you're able to deliver, sometimes you don't. But people that are doing it, it's really less about the product. It's because they rocking with you. They like yo, like I seen this man grind, Mm -hmm. grind up. Like Mm -hmm. I see his hustle. Like you know, he trying to do something for himself. So I'm gonna like kick a little bread down to him to see if he can make it happen.
1: Oh bro. What made you do uh, animation as opposed to live action? So
0: that was important, and it's kind of back to that story I told you, like, I thought it was important because animation is the first medium that little kids see, oftentimes, like, you know, we always gonna put on the Saturday morning cartoons or put on an animated movie, and um, I thought animation was gonna hit the kids harder than a live action. You know, like, I always joke, like, if we would've did this in live action, I don't even think we would've made one festival, let alone, mm. like, took it all the way to the Oscars. But I think there's something about animation that makes stories, even that feature certain people of color, it just makes it more relatable. Like you're watching um, Coco. Obviously, it's about, you know, a Mexican family, but you're able to see the relatability in it. There's just something about animation that just like the fact that you're able to see animals talking and these interesting creatures and you're able to relate to them. I think it does the same thing when it comes to just different races, and I really wanted this story to be specific in that, in its blackness, because we're talking about black hair, we're talking about all these different things, but yeah. also universal, and that at the end of the day, it's like, if you got a kid, they ask you to do something, you are gonna try to figure it out. And that's really the whole theme of the story. Like, you'll do whatever you need to do for your kids in order to make them feel happy. Even if you fail at it, you're still gonna keep trying.
1: Parenting, one-on-one, hey. right. all <laughs> Stop thinking it's a rule Through book. Through animation. Oh, bro, please stop thinking it's a rule book for your parents. You was not gonna do that shit. He was not doing that shit right. Because don't nobody know, okay. how, to exactly. yeah.
2: nobody it know how it's supposed to go. We all nobody know how it's <laughs> supposed to go,
0: and it's all different.
2: Yeah, 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 oh, yeah.
0: Man. Each kid is different. Same food, same house, you get a whole another personality.
2: <laughs> Thanks for the setup, Matt. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't even have to say it. It's the guest. You don't even be here normally, so it's like I, you it's know, okay, Poppy. No, don't, don't,
1: touch me. don't touch me. It's okay, Papa. Comedian, uh, <laughs> walk us through getting that Oscar. Yes. Yeah. for hell of. crazy. Yeah, bro. exactly.
0: Nah, bro, it, it was unlike anything I experienced in life, man. Like it, um, to me, it represented like finally kind of making it in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if you ever feel like that when it comes to even if you're in the league, it's like you could be in the league, but now feel like you made it. Cool. Like to me, that represented like all the 15, 14, 15 years I've been in L.A. struggling, you know, like trying to make rent, trying to get projects off the mm-hmm. ground, things failing, things kind of happening. And um, yeah, it just really represented like, damn, like, all right, finally did something that really like hit on a major level and and kind of made it. It's just surreal to this day, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you know, being on that stage, getting that thing and um. It's just the most surreal thing I've ever been a part of. And Word. the cool thing is that if it never happens again, you know, at least you're in there. And I think, uh, you know, Kobe won it first, which was, was amazing mm-hmm. and, you know, just happy to be in that mix with the former mm-hmm. athletes that got one. Dope.
1: So that, that led to a spin off though. Yeah. Right. Um,
0: so when winning,
1: winning that is to young love. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it's it's like,
0: no, no, it's been no. a lot of it's been a lot of a lot of crazy things that come from this man, like we uh, did
1: a- Oh, he like- that, Nah, that, I'm, I'ma hit you. I'ma like, hit you. I'ma hit you with light. it. That was a light. That was no, nothing. No, no, no,
0: it's been crazy, bro. Like, so we got the picture book that came out. You know, that hit the bestseller list for like 42 weeks. Um, oh. Blue Ivy did our uh, audio book. Uh, like a couple years ago. So if you her. get on Audible, whatever, like audio book. So Blue Ivy's literally reading the book to, to you. Uh-huh. And to me, that was important, just knowing like back in the day how people was doing her hair when she was little. Everybody had something to say about it. I thought just it'd be amazing to have her be the person that's kind of teaching young kids empowerment about how that's their right. hair looks.
1: That's right. So
0: that was something we got a product with Dove that came out like a little hair care line that um is specifically for like kids with curly and textured hair. Yeah, that's in Target and Walmart now and um yeah, we got the show Young Love that's getting ready to come out on uh, HBO Max or Max. Sorry, um, hopefully this sometime early fall. Can't say the exact date yet,
1: but uh, and that's animated too.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's like essentially a um, extension of the short film. So it takes place like three months after the events of uh, Hair Love. So you know, if you saw in the credits, the mom Angela's hair start growing back a bit, and um, the first season kind of picks off with her recovering from cancer and now starting to go back into the workforce. And the show is setting on the west side of Chicago. So mm-hmm. set, set in the hey. shy, but, but we kind of touch on, you know, the south side, downtown, north side, kind of try, trying to hit all areas of the city, but set in Chicago and it's just really a story about a young millennial family that uh, tr- hasn't yet achieved their goals and are still trying to reach for them, but also has this young kid that they're trying to raise kind of in this uh, crazy city of ours, so. Be crazy city of ours. yeah.
2: That's putting it mildly. Like that's, <laughs> that's actually a good, good way to put it. That's uh You just left there. It's a beauty,
1: beautiful
0: city, man. Yeah. I
1: think Chicago might be.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. Everybody got something to say about it too. You know, it's politicians. It's such a great you know city, saying? dog.
2: It you is. Gotta, no, you gotta actually like. Like it's not like everywhere else where you can read into what people tell you. Like you actually have to go right. and be there for a while and kind of have like a few experiences to where you can say all right like you're not going to get this anywhere else. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a bunch of shit in Chicago where it's like you can go and do certain stuff, you can go eat certain food yeah. that you won't get anywhere food else in the world. In my opinion. Yeah, you hey. definitely can't get an Italian
1: beef
0: somewhere else. <laughs> no, nah, like, you really can't. You can't. You tripping.
2: What part of the city are you from?
0: So I'm from the Northwest side. So like uh-huh. uh Pulaski Lawrence. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I used to stay on uh Francisco.
0: Oh yeah, I know what that is. It's yeah.
2: cool. What? <laughs> All the Hispanic name. Ah, uh, right? got you. <laughs> so, the, uh, God. just carry on, Francis. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Isn't that Mexican though? Like, it's just got, like uh, it doesn't really fit, <laughs> but he just he won't leave it alone. If
1: you got, if you got, uh, if you could direct any uh, show that's out now. Oh man! What would you hop in? Like, hey, you know what? Let me get in there.
0: Man, I want to do an
1: episode. We need to tag you in. I want to
0: direct everything, man. Like, I, I love it all. Like, uh, you know, love to get on some HBO things, like Winning Time. You know, would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did an episode of Swagger. Oh, that's uh, coming out on Apple. Uh, coming up in June. Swagger. Swagger is uh, Kevin. It's loosely based on Kevin Durant's kind of AAU experiences. Okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So. Um, Worked on that. It's just I love it all, man. I love sitcoms, dramas. Like I, I'm, I'm the type of person, man. Like I want to do everything at least once in life. You know what I'm saying? So ain't, I, I can't really say a specific show. Um, I've been a lot of classics. Like Snowfall would have been great. Um, it's got black folks in it, and they talking about something that's cool. I'm, I'm down.
1: That's raw.
2: Is there a show from the past that you would have liked to have in uh, Oh man, other than Snowfall? The Wire, man,
0: Yeah, a Wire mm. have been Fire.
2: Shout out to the wire. He yeah. ain't never seen it. That's I, why he looked all I, weird. I've,
0: seen, I've seen it.
2: No, he know what it is. He ain't, no, 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 yeah. no. I just haven't seen it. Who's Bodie? Who's Bodie? Who's Bodie? Who's <laughs> Bodie? Yeah. Who's Bodie? Who's Bodie? Who's Bodie? Exactly. Right I know you don't uh, care you, watch see, watch it. you see I'm That's why he's just like right, right now. That it came I, out and like. That's fine. What? Don't give me reasons. You don't have to give me. You don't have to explain nothing. You don't owe me anything. What's that? me He owes me nothing. Something like that.
0: What we
1: tum out? Yeah. We can't talk about from. It was before oh eight. Exactly. Yeah, like come four on, or five, something like that.
2: Why are you mad at me?
1: <laughs> I just I You
2: didn't see it. Like why hey, you I upset? ain't gonna lie,
1: it's getting funny behind them laptop. <laughs> <getting> funny. Huh?
0: <laughs>
1: you gave in to this clown. John, you snitching, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. Now tune it in man, it's Iman amongst men, man, they snitching behind the computer. <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, well, let's get back to fatherhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, big theme for us, talk about being a girl dad.
2: Yeah, you just had a daughter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She turns. Uh,
0: thank you, man. Yeah, turned eight months uh, this Sunday. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, it's it's amazing. You said it's uh, <laughs> no, no, no It's just it's, it's, it's hard. It's honestly like still, you know, she she finally kind of come into her personality a little bit. Yeah. You know, like not crying all the time. Now we getting the laughs and the and, and the giggles Are and you things. Emotions yeah, emotions now. Yeah, man, it's it's great, man. I it's it's the favorite thing I've ever done in the world, man. She, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, is, it,
2: is it what you anticipated?
0: In some ways and not in others. You know, like I, I wasn't prepared for the lack of sleep. <laughs> 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 Especially if you really tapping in, you know, oh, trying, yeah. to, trying to be a, a yeah. real partner. And you know, I, I wake up some nights, you wake up the other nights. Uh-huh. Like it's, it was hard in the beginning, man. Yeah. Just like felt like a zombie, but um. And I think one of the things I always kind of kept saying to myself was, man, I just can't wait till, you know, I, I she, I, I get to get to that personality a bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just to really start seeing those different emotions. So, no, it's been great, man. Uh, it's, it's it's amazing, man. I, I don't yeah, know what else to say. Was? Her name is uh, Theory, Theory Marie. Theory Marie. Yeah. Shout out to Theory. Yeah.
1: Softening softening your daddy up, boy. Yeah. Cheesing like a margo. Oh yeah. It's a,
2: set up, it's a setup it's a setup too, man. Uh, I'm telling you, it's a setup, man. Watch, It's gonna start changing. Like he enjoying <laughs> himself. You see, he enjoying himself now. He lighting up. Ooh, it's gonna eight change months. eight months. Yeah, he, he wants the emotions, they're gonna be like, Yeah, oh, yeah you, we you gonna give you so oh, emotions. I, already know. Yeah, I, 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 I got a
1: sister, man. Emotions. I already know. I, my favorite part of that, I I miss uh my kids being real small and just laying on my chest. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's
2: nothing like I hate to admit it, it's the helplessness. Like they can't do nothing for themselves, so they need you. Yeah. Like they really, really yeah. need you. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, you can do that for yourself. Oh, I've taught you how to do it for yourself. <laughs> you know how to do it for yourself, but you just don't
1: want to do it. Exactly. Right. And you wanna stand over me and you wanna try and move my hand to yeah, try request and do it, you like you ain't yeah. gonna ask me to do it. I'm telling you, get okay, ready. You bro. in for it, I'm, brother. Ooh, looking forward ready. to it. You in for it, brother. Looking forward to it. It's gonna be many more sleepless nights. Oh yeah. I got you. I'm
0: gonna let y'all out. <laughs> See y'all in babysit. We go
1: mind it. <laughs> yeah. Uh you went from being uh Tracy Ellis' Tr- Tracy Ellis Ross's PA. Yep. Um, to directing an episode on Blackish. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was cool. How's that full circle moment for you? It's crazy, man. Um you know, I, I, when I was a PA on Girlfriends, it was my job to get all the cast out the trailer and, you know, bring them to set. So, you know, to go from that to actually directing her, yeah. um, it was crazy, man. Like, I, I honestly, I don't know if she remembered that I was a PA and I wasn't about to tell her. I was like, let me get through this to make sure I don't, you know, So we just finished again? Huh? So no, we, no, 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 y-
1: y'all good. I was finna say, John, Jesus Christ. No, 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 y'all good, y'all good. I, I think she figured it out by now. <laughs>
0: but no, it was, it was just, a, a, Blackish was a really special show, man. Like, they, uh Oh, we they, watched it. Yeah, so they, they had a so great, great, we'll great family dynamic. Um, actually, Kenya Barris was uh, one of the writers on Girlfriends back in the day too. Yeah, so it was like yeah. super full circle on a, a lot of different levels. Lena Waithe yeah. was the PA. Was a lot, lot of Apprentice Penny, yeah, like a lot of cats mm. came up off that show. So that yeah, was yeah. cool. Damn, that's did that? Gotta be did you have space. to like,
2: like how would you do it? Did you like, like how does that even come up? Well,
0: we mean, like, like the,
2: the paths get crossed. Like, how does he go from the PA to? Oh, directing. I mean he was like do you ask
0: like no no honestly it's, it's just doing it man like directing specifically like I can't speak to everything else right maybe writing too it's like you could learn all the info you want you could see all the panels do everything that you're supposed to quote unquote do but at the end of the day you got to just direct something and then get do mess up on that direct again like and directing is hard because like it's the only job really in film where you need like 20, 30, 40 different people to kind of collab with you on it. So a lot of it is like you really are just trying to sell yourself and sell your dream and sell the vision. Like, I know you ain't getting no real bread on this, but I got you on the lunch. You know, it's going to be fire. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you just trying to barter, <laughs> and you, no, you barter and do whatever you, you got to barter and do whatever you got to do. You to say try that to, shit like, on the way get, out the get, get, door. Get, like it's it, going to be fire.
2: Like don't hey, worry about that shit. Listen, it's going to be fire. Just, just make sure you show up. Oh, Sometimes damn. you got to, you got to leave
0: with the food cause you definitely ain't going to leave with the money. Oh. So, you know, it's, it's just, you got to it's like really just doing what you got to do to get to the next one and get to the next one. Like I, yeah. I really suffered from this idea of making it like early on, like, you know, seeing different peers that had started with me that kind of started really blowing up and doing their thing. And mm-hmm. you're like, damn, like when's shit gonna happen for me? Like I've been out here grinding and doing all the things they say you're supposed to do. But the thing I really have learned is like, it's less about making it and you just gotta keep going at it again and again. And eventually like something's gonna hit. Like I ain't know Hair Love, the first time I did an animated thing was gonna be the one I had done Uh like 50 different productions before that from videos and you just never know. And um, I think once you get away from assuming that this thing you're doing is going to be great, you just focus on it, you know, great things will happen. Straight up. Do you ever feel like um,
1: within doing a project, if you said we didn't have money, is there other ways? Like, I mean, I know you was joking (laughs) saying about the food, but I'm just trying to be... Uh, somebody if i was a film director and i didn't have the money like how do you do that how do you go about getting it's, it's cuz it's like it's like to get a good actor you would yeah. need a good budget like do you do promise do you promise them producer credits do you it's like how do you like that yeah 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 it's, how do you, how would how would somebody at home that's like a great film yeah. and they like <laughs> they sitting at home I'm them they sitting at home they like i just need some i just need yeah. help you know a hail mary Bro, like, is that a hail mary sur- m- move? I know you don't pull the oh, hail man. mary move. You
0: you would be surprised how many directors. I'm sure y'all talked to a few of them too. Have like those moments where it's like, I'll give you an example. So when I was a PA on Girlfriends, this actor Oba Babatunde, you probably know him from like How High and uh, the Parkers. Like he's been in like in a lot of. He's like a really good character actor. Yeah. But I worked with them as a PA, brought him from the trailer to the set, and I. I loved how he worked, and I was like, "Yo, eventually I'm gonna do a movie, and you know I want to try to cash you in it." Didn't know what I was gonna do, didn't even know I was gonna fully direct, but I just dropped that seed. And then, like, maybe five years later, in 2011, when I was getting my first joint together the last fall, like I hit him. and I was like, "Yo, like coming cashing I, I'm, in, like, yeah, I'm putting Real it together. Talk. I want to see if you want to be down to rock with it." And um, he was cool with it. And I think it's just it's really about that. Like, if people is they either gonna believe in you or they are gonna believe in the story that you're trying to tell. And I think as long as you transparent and you just like because I've seen many uh, up and coming director reach out to Sterling K. Brown, uh, Brad Pitt, uh, somebody got a Stephen King book for the low just because they like really love the story and they really was trying to just make it happen. Scare money don't make no money and a closed mouth don't get fed. So, Man. you know, as long as you are really passionate and are standing in what you're trying to do, like you'd be surprised how many people would just be down the rock because. You gotta imagine these people are already millionaires. They're already making bread. So what's your little bit of money gonna really do to change their situation? Like they want to do good work and they want to stretch in ways that they haven't really been able to stretch in the work that they're doing. So if you reaching out to an actor that's never been a lead actor and they doing all these great character roles and you're like, "Yo, I ain't got a lot of bread, but I got that lead role for you," you know, like that's what happened with Ryan and Michael, Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan. You know, Michael was doing all these great supporting roles, but he had never been a lead, and he reached out to Mike on some film school, like, straight out of USC, like, I'm trying to really see you in that lead position, and he was able to look at him now. Crazy. You know, it doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes, like, you can gamble wrong, but people are really trying to, like, work with great up-and-coming voices that are, like, trying to, like, change the game, and, you know, if you can get to them, and social media makes it a lot easier, right. you just never know.
1: That's crazy, it's it's wild, like, I, it's a, a lot of people just don't want to reach out they don't.
0: Well, you it's know what not I've
2: even. even a, it's a. It's a, it's like a a pride thing. That's what oh, I'm it. saying. So. Because it's the perception you thinking about how that gonna going. You know, or play. There you go. You thinking about how that person's going you know, or... you go. to react to you reaching out.
0: But you know what? It
2: you is want to is, be though, in my too? movie art? Yeah. Right, I got a lead role for you. I know you ain't never <laughs> did nothing, shit.
1: I'm just trying it out. My bad. I'll do it. But I'm just throwing it out there. You gotta. You gotta. You know what I'm saying. You gotta be ambitious about the shit. Like, so you uh, just gonna take
2: it away? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Have y'all Ouch. Ever, have, have y'all ever been in a situation too though where somebody'll be bold, reach out, try to mm-hmm. get the contact, but then they never hit you. Like a lot of times people do it like that too, where they just seeing if you would say yes. Yeah. Like and it, to me it's Test always them. the people that are Or bold. might not need you anymore. Right.
1: right. Oh, like it took too long to reply.
2: <laughs> not even that. Just like they just might not need you no more. Or they got somebody else more important. So it'd be like, yo, whatever. Man.
0: But you see it like a lot of like a networking events, like a film festival. People be running up on folks, like "Yo, Denzel, let me get the info," or you know Ava or whoever. And like nine times out of ten, they don't even reach out. And it's like it's that one out of ten person that actually is going like follow up and not necessarily be like, "What can you do for me?" But it's like, "Yo, like I'm an up and coming director. Like I would let it work on one of your sets for free, just to kind of see what it's like." those are always the people that end up like moving forward because it's less about trying to take and more like I'm going to give like I'm going to try to yes. make your situation better and you know now it's you can try, no. try try it out right. and see if it, it's a good fit
1: how long did it take you to find your team that you was like you know I got a good team
0: and like you know probably like a good 5 5 or 6 years you five know it's years. just a matter of like you know you, you start with people as a PA and you see them grow and you end up growing too
1: so that PA position you would yeah, he cleaned shit, it up. it sounds like
0: if you yeah. want to go, the fuck film school. It sounds like just
1: start as a PA so you well, can just see it all because that's
2: well, like, literally. You what, know, everybody. You just said it like with the call sheet and shit like that. will make, most people just be like, yo, fuck this. Yeah, but I came here to not
1: act, on your I way to direct to, them. Yeah. Uh, can't, you can't be that way. Not on the way to direct them, boy. Well, have well, a vision, goddamn. Well, well, that's the <laughs> thing too that <laughs> like gets a lot of. First.
0: But that's the thing that like a lot of people don't make it over time, they fall off because you know this shit ain't easy. Like Straight this up. 12 hour days is a regular day. You on you your feet for 12 hours. Like a lot man, of people, that's, that's, that's no gonna bush. tap you.
2: looking after motherfuckers too. Like,
0: they
1: yeah. might not need you. You might sit in the trailer for 12 hours. That's hard <laughs> as hell too, sitting yeah, in that man. trailer. It ain't for everybody. Man, especially if that bathroom door don't stay closed. <laughs> all man, right. they got that. All right, man, all
2: right, man. Like, <laughs> this, man. I'm just
1: trying to be. What kind of like, experiences you just, had. Yeah, honest.
2: <laughs> About the wrong thing, man. We are gonna, gonna switch it over, like yeah, we, yeah, to the crown. Uh, the crown act, the crown act. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. there you go. Uh, just got passed in Texas. Yeah, crazy.
0: Uh,
1: tell us about the audience behind that, and uh, you know why it's so important to you.
0: Yeah, you know, so the Texas thing is crazy, just because the young man that we brought with us to the Oscars, DeAndre mm-hmm. Arnold, you know, his whole situation happened in Texas. So you know, four or five years later, now he's seeing like. His hard work and his sacrifices led to kids that are younger than him they ain't never gonna have to deal with not being able to graduate or told they got to get out of school because they got locks or long hair. So, That's um, by the way. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, the Crown Act to me is just important because it essentially will allows us to be ourselves no matter where we are. As y'all know, like there's certain jobs outside of entertainment where like you want to be a lawyer, you gotta you can't yeah. have them them, them them braids or them locks. You know, you can't have long hair. You want to be a police officer military like different things like your facial hair is literally a requirement like you have to wear it a certain way. wait,
2: and, wait, wait, wait what? Yeah, yeah, like
0: you know in the army and shit you can't have a beard and all that. You got to shave. Yeah. No, I'll
2: take that back. Uh police officers got to wear their facial yeah. hair a certain way? Yeah. No, yeah. it
0: de- it depends
2: though. It depends you know, on which city, which state. State, state and all things, and all that, but yeah. yeah, there's
0: definitely certain requirements um and I've there've there literally been cases they like kind of tied brains? to the to the Crown Act. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right,
2: like, you can't look like the ops You want them out there looking like you? They not fit to do that. (laughs) This man, he just. Why did I never notice that? Why didn't I know? (laughs) I know because they got big ass mustaches, (laughs) big ass glasses. Yeah, they do. I already fight fight like he got the cop mustache. Like that's because he got to do that. That's crazy.
1: Oh yeah, Yeah, they'd have that full
0: beard if they could for sure. Um, Why do y'all want to work that job? (laughs) They love it.
1: <laughs> like for sure. Like you could have went to film school with that six
2: months. Yeah, there's no cops in here though. Like he was you were looking around like we got cops in the
1: back. <laughs> I was looking at the cameras. You feel me? I was looking at those at home that you know what I'm saying, like God bless you on that road to do what you're doing when you're serving and protecting as long as you're doing what you're supposed
0: to be doing and shit. But damn boy. gonna yeah. sign up for that. You can't even wear your your facial hair. Yeah, it's crazy. But, I mean, and there are a lot of jobs even outside of that where, and it's crazy. Agents are literally policing how hair grows out of your body naturally. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, you can't fully be yourself. And thousands of stories of young girls, you know, want to be cheerleaders. Oh, you can't have them braids. Mm-hmm. Your hair got to be straight like ours. That's crazy. You know, you want to go to this, like, academy or this private school, you know, no braids, no locks. So, you know, for me, the crown act is just, it, it's a weird law and that it shouldn't have to exist in the first place but <laughs> I'm glad it does because now you have a legal ground to stand on you're a student you're in this school they say you can you're not going to allow you to graduate if you wear them braids and them locks or that curly hair now you can literally have a foot to stand on and say I'm a sue and you know, this is literally illegal. So Take legal, legal action. Sure. Yeah, it's it's, it's not man, in I every love that state it's a yet. Um, we it's not in every state. We're hoping that it gets passed on a legal level. I mean, on a federal level. But um, yeah, it's it's a start, and um, it's, it's been doing a lot of good. Man, shout out to that shit. Yeah, shout out to the crown. Straight that, up. Man. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of great people on the ground putting in work. You know,
1: I love it. I just love that they called it a crown. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like keeping the hair just mm, natural. Yeah, but it's like our hair just roll. Like, I know it get nappy. I know it makes the sound when we scratch it, but it's still raw. You feel yeah. me? Like we can still it's work still that. Right. You Damn. can't.
2: You can't name like negative things about it and then be like, yeah, but it's still good. Yeah, it's still like,
1: good. so no, just, just, just when say you, it's nice. You put a little product on this up Listen, right.
0: <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like put product on it or don't. It's little spray good. bottle on this thing. <laughs>
2: You're part of the wrong group.
1: And this i dog telling you how we get it right, boy. You Get it right. Yeah. A little leave in condition on this here. <laughs> <laughs> Lay, Lay down, down real you smooth. Doing the yeah. Wrong me.
2: Stuff. Yeah, me. <laughs> the long stuff. But anyway, Matt, we like to ask all of our guests here at Amongst Men. What are you working on in your personal life right now? Mm. Or what are you trying to improve? Mm.
0: You know, I think it's just being present in in the in the in the moments that are right in front of you. You know, like. I think when you work in entertainment, you're always thinking about the next thing. It's always like a little bit of this rat race of trying mm-hmm. to get to the next big thing, and you know, having a daughter for me at least is really just let me appreciate this, the moments, just being present. I, I think that's really the biggest thing I'm trying to work on because you know, you have big ideas and you're always yeah. trying to make something happen. No you could really look past what's in front of you, so, so slowing just be
2: present. down a little bit. Oh yeah, makes sense. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I could agree.
1: I think right now that's exactly what I'm on. I'm just trying to be in the
0: room that I'm in
1: sometimes. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's just appreciating where you at, man. Like
1: it's not a, I can't do everything that I want to do tomorrow. Right. You just, that excitement, there is an excitement in prepping it in your mind though and envisioning it, but it's just like being happy to be in the room that you in and being cool with saying them same 50 text messages is gonna be there as soon as I get over there.
0: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I think that's a big thing that's a little tricky with, you know, technology. Like it's great that things are moving forward, but it's like you know, back in the day the voicemails and the answer machines like you didn't have to get at people right right away like people didn't have access to you 24/7
2: and it wasn't it wasn't a problem like that's the thing now right. we expect it cuz we just we already know like you should have your phone on you everybody got their phone on them so <laughs> you yeah. need to respond but it's like back then you could leave a voicemail and somebody not going to trip you get back to them
0: 15 20 30 minutes later or right. or the next day and they ain't yeah, tripping yeah. you know what I mean now, like, so you miss a call, somebody hitting you on Twitter, they on the IG DM, like they go
2: checking your shit, everything. yeah. Like Man. you, you, you posting stories and you never, you didn't hit That's me back. People be,
1: people be waiting. <laughs> it's like people wait for your bubble to just light mm-hmm. up, and as soon as they do it, they just skip ah, past. they be like ah. exactly. They mm-hmm. skip past anything they was gonna do on Instagram yeah, and text no. yeah, you right reason away or is call the you window. right away. Like I just saw you post up, so right. I know you on your mm-hmm. line. Like
2: mm-hmm. God. Yeah, and to them, like we were just talking about before, like that's perception. So to them, they look like, man, he don't give a fuck about what I'm talking about. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like So that's why it's, you know. Yeah.
1: Sometimes I don't. It's tricky. Sometimes you just, you just don't.
2: Oh no, and people okay. know that. That's and you gotta
1: they... be okay with that. That's what it is. Yeah. We gotta graduate to the point where we realize some people just don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what, back in the day when you didn't have a phone, you realize some people don't care. Like, yeah. and it's cool, like yeah. you learn to. Like I shouldn't care either. I could carry on, yeah. and do something with that get two hours. Right, yeah, right. Get, do something with that two hours. Like be productive. Yeah, <laughs> do something
2: with that two hours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do something. Anything you want to promote? I know you yeah, just yeah. you just you it just drops. dropped that. You got a lot of stuff coming. So now yeah. it's your time to lay it all out for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. Make sure yeah. you give me your uh, your Instagram, Twitter, you. all that. You. Call list. Understand? Yeah, no, we
0: uh, you know, we got this uh, a- this baby board book called Hair Love ABCs. That's coming out into August, August 29th. Um. Is basically like you know the most smaller books for babies. That's like A is for Afro, N is for Natural. Like we basically kind of took that whole concept and just made it like super black. Like you know, super awesome. black, <laughs> super black. Yeah, all them words got something to do with, 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 with us. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, so really excited about that. Uh, and yeah, Young Love is gonna be uh, coming out very well, soon. Minute, what was it? What was that called? Hair <laughs> Love ABCs. Hair Love ABCs. Yeah, yeah. Hair, Love, it ABCs. should be in a bookstore everywhere near you soon. And then uh, yeah, Young Love, you know the the, the spin off of uh, the Hair Love short film, the, the yeah. series that's coming out uh, sometime this uh, upcoming fall. So look out so for that too. You on said Max. it's on
2: Max. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's going to come out on Max. Yep. Uh, you trying to run that run that Oscar back?
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, you know probably be an Emmy on on this one because it's more TV. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, I don't know the difference. I got an
1: Emmy though. There you go. hey. I got one of them. So now I got good. I got toasted up. <laughs> nigga, I got to get got to get go. an Oscar, man. You got, you know what I'm saying? I got a film. Get that ego. You know what I'm saying? I, I got this raw story though. I need you to play a Dominican guy in the um, in the film. Though. <laughs> hey man, I want to give a thank you to our guest man, Matthew Cherry.
2: Give yeah, it up for appreciate him. Appreciate
0: it, man. Appreciate y'all, man. All <laughs> <love>. <laughs>